This episode is sponsored by Cram Crew. Learn more at cramcrew.com. And Stuart Arango Oral Surgery. Learn more at saoralsurgeons.com. Welcome to the Bubble Lounge. I'm Nellie Shudo. And I'm Martha Jackson. And today we have the captains of the Highland Park basketball team joining us. But before they do, Nellie and I are going to do some quick catching up. Yes, we were just at Cattle Barons this weekend. It was so much fun, you guys. I mean, you just wouldn't believe everything is just perfection out there. It's just such a happy place. Like, they just really know what they're doing. No, they really do. And like, as I always say, uh, I just love going because it's such a Texas thing to do. And yeah, I just love the clothes that everybody's wearing <laughs> and the food they serve and the Ferris wheel that I almost fell off of and was having a <laughs> panic attack on with Martha. <laughs> it is the best people watching out there. But um if you guys are on our Instagram, check out our videos. Now, we did have a little bit of a sound issue, um, so you'll have to listen closely to hear our dialogue, but we were literally on the Ferris wheel. <laughs> we get on there, and Nellie, as soon as we're strapped in, tells me she has a fear of Ferris wheels. <laughs> fear of I'm like, I have the biggest fear of heights. And then, of course, they stop immediately when we're at the top. Oh, yeah, <laughs> to load people on. And we were sitting up there for the longest time, but, I mean, it did make me feel a little uneasy, too. But you got to admit, it was kind of cool looking over at Ewing it Mansion was, right It was. There. Once I relaxed, but what was funny was I couldn't, <laughs> I'm such a spaz, I could not understand that Sean was sometimes <laughs> in front of us and sometimes behind us it was. because of the way the chairs go it just became a funny joke he's in front he's behind us it just it was it was funny but you know we were talking about watching the tv show dallas and i yes. was completely addicted to it as a young child when it came out in the 80s and if you would have wasn't if you would have ever told me you know when you're in your 50s, you're going to be on a Ferris wheel with this chick from New York just chatting it up. Ewing <laughs> Mansion is right there. The whole place. I, I would never would have believed it. No, I wouldn't have either. And by the way, like that informed my vision of what Texas was because <laughs> I grew up watching it in New York City. Yeah. And I was like, oh, my God, that's what Texas is. It's the Ewings, you know, which it kind of is, but <laughs> that's the extreme. <laughs> and they, they would have the oil barons ball that was out there. Yes. And um, they talked about that, I feel like, on like every episode. And so literally when I first had the chance to go to Cattle Barons, that's all I could think of. Yeah. Is I'm going to be living the life that Sue Ellen and JR live. <laughs> <laughs> but of course, we can't get in the house. They don't let you in the house unless you're Shania Twain. She gets to stay there. Do you know that? No. Yes. The performers get to stay there. <gasps> No way. Isn't that cool? Well, I've, I just found that out. I've never been inside, but I, I think that you're fine by not going in. I just don't know. <laughs> you just have to. <laughs> She's tried. Believe me. Yeah, I have she, tried. I tried last year. from lack of trying. They were like, get out. Get out. <laughs> um, so well, what else is going on, Martha? Like, how have you been? Well, I've been okay. I've just um, having a little bit of hoco stress, to be honest with you. I don't really yes. want to elaborate, but it's kind of getting the best of me yes and I'm just the mom I'm not even the person going to homecoming yeah exactly <laughs> so, yeah I don't know why these events have gotten so complicated I just they're supposed to be happy and easy and everyone has a good time but it's, it's just it's become complicated no it has and there's so much navigating but it is kind of what makes Dallas Dallas and Highland Park <laughs> Highland Park is all of those events that they have you true, know I mean true. as Charles went off to college he had a big collage of all his pictures and I was looking at all the dances and all the events and all the crazy costumes in quotes that they <sighs> wear yes yes <laughs> well you know I kept thinking how ridiculous it was last year especially Alexis's senior year just it was constant costumes and I thought you know never again will this ever happen wrong it's even more 
in Austin. Like, mm-hmm. there's a party every single night yeah. that most requires a costume. Yeah. I don't get it. It's crazy. <laughs> like, what, what are, when do academics factor into this thing? Well, speaking of, I, I'm an empty nester. Martha <laughs> still has Blake. But uh, it's just, it's interesting because Halloween is coming up. And I was thinking... I think I'm going to hide from Halloween this year. Yeah. Because I feel like it's it's a kid's thing. Yeah. And usually we have a party, as you know, because mm-hmm. you guys come. Mm-hmm. But this year I'm going to do ugly sweater instead because I just, I don't want to be the old people on the block greeting little kids with candy. <laughs> 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 That's what I feel like now as an empty nester. Like, I know. oh gosh. It does feel weird. Like um, for years, my block has done, we call it West Monster, uh, have a little block party. And then we kind of phased it out for a couple of years. I, I guess kind of got off track during COVID. And now they're doing again and it's all the young cute moms with all little young little kids and they sent out the email today and I'm thinking am I going to be a part of this like I'm going to feel awkward like the old lady on yes. the block you well know? if you do go I'll walk down and like have a glass of wine and walk around with you well you can at least <laughs> come down and hand out candy with me like, I will, we I will. I'll sit do in that. the front just... like on our lawn chairs and yes we like never answer the door we just sit out in the front so I like that it makes it fun but... yeah it just feels it just feels weird it's just a, it's a transition you well, know I mean Halloween isn't just for the kids you know grown-ups like to dress up too sometimes that's true well, so. Uh, so I have been, have you been going to visit Alexis? Because I've been going up to Boston quite a bit to watch Charles run. That was, that's my excuse. I just want to see his face. Well, <laughs> um, I have not gone, actually. Mm-hmm. She has been here for the past two weekends okay. for Texas OU and then the weekend before she was home. So okay. um, we've seen her a couple of times and all is well there, but um, we haven't gone yet. So we got to pick a date. It, well, and for all you parents out there, what you realize is one of the big challenges when your kid goes to college is finding your hotel. Oh, my goodness. Finding your hotel that's close enough but has all the stuff you want and, you know, it just it is a big deal, right? Because you want to find a place that you feel is like your home away from home when you're visiting your kid. Well, and then they jack up the rates yes. and like $600 a night is a bargain mm-hmm. at this point. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's insane. Yes, You know, for just kind of your basic hotel. Yeah. And um, yeah, no, I know what you're saying. I, I think that's why I've had some friends who actually bought like a condo or a home or something in the same town because they go for the games and all that. They go back quite a bit to yeah. see their kids. So I think it probably makes sense in the end to just do that. Well, it does, especially if your kid can move into it. Oh, you know, yeah. that's that's the way to think. I yeah, think. if they want to stay there. Yeah, definitely. You know, um, I don't know if you heard this, but there's a bit of bad news that came out over the weekend. North Park Santa died. What? The OG. Can I just tell you that that just makes me so sad. I know. I did not hear that. It happened Friday night. That's terrible. I just heard it this morning. He's the best Santa ever. I know. He was the real Santa. Absolutely. Just for any kids. So, uh, and he's um, amazing. Was he really old? No. He only, wasn't. He I was, thought he was in his 70s. He was only 70. I oh. always thought he was a tad older than that. I was always curious. Well, because the white beard. You know. Yeah, yeah. Um, don't grow a white beard. It will make you look old. And I don't, <laughs> I'll try not to. Um, I don't know exactly what the circumstances were, but I mean, he must have been kind of sick because he retired. Like last year was the first year for the new guy to come in. Yes. Who is equally as lovely. Yes. But we just all know and love. That makes me really sad. I know. I know. I texted Alexis and she's like, thanks for ruining my day, mom. Yeah. I'm like, <laughs> it's sorry. everybody's day. I don't have because any. Because that's the Santa our kids grew up going to see, you know? Yeah, for sure. I mean, I totally remember waiting in that awful line when yes. Alexis was a baby. And then with each kid, I have the screaming freak out picture. I'm yes, sure of course. Every, every parent has at least one of those. I sat on Easter Bunny's <laughs> lap, Santa's lap, on every, just so Charles would sit there. Oh, my God. <laughs> like, it's always me and Charles sitting on Santa's lap. Well, as Alexis got like, I guess, probably older elementary, she goes, Mom, it's really awkward sitting on a stranger's 
uh, lap and asking for gifts. I'm like, okay, <laughs> enough said. Now there, that you've put it that way, there will we'll be move no on. more sitting on Santa's lap. You do not have to do that anymore. You are done. Well, you know what's kind of scary <laughs> yeah. is that we're talking about the holidays. I know. Because we are, and it's actually, like I said, I, just, I already planned my ugly sweater party because people are getting booked and here we are we're almost in the holidays i know it i was thinking about that today i mean it definitely feels like holiday weather it's very crisp out there so loving that and then um yeah it's coming so everyone get ready so speaking of fall a a great fall sport is basketball so we've got our basketball captains on today yes and i can't wait for you guys to meet them there's only two this year because I'm saying that because, you know, in football, we had a whole room full of the captains. But it's a small, much smaller team, if you think about it. Absolutely. You know? So yeah. anyway, they're great guys, and we can't wait to introduce you to them. And we'll be right back after this short break. Finding an oral surgeon is hard enough for yourself, and when it comes to your kids, it can feel impossible. We suggest our friends at Stuart and Arango because from emergencies to wisdom teeth and everything in between, they have you covered. Stuart Narango are board certified with MDs who specialize in full scope oral, facial, and implant surgeries for both children and adults. Not only is their office state of the art, they lead the industry with the most advanced techniques and procedures. And when it comes to safety, they are pediatric and adult advanced life support certified and use a three-day local anesthesia, which keeps you comfortable while limiting the use of opioids. Best part is they're conveniently located at Northwest Highway and Hillcrest Avenue. So if you want the best of Big D caliber oral care, come see the friendly staff at Stuart Narango. To learn more about them or book your appointment, visit saoralsurgeons.com. That's saoralsurgeons.com. We know how crucial your children's education is to you. The path to success begins at home, and that's why we're thrilled to introduce you to Cram Crew. For over a quarter century, Cram Crew has been the trusted partner of families across Texas, delivering unparalleled one-on-one in-home educational services. They understand that every child's journey is unique, so they've crafted flexible and personalized programs to ensure each student reaches their full potential. They go beyond just tutoring. They offer comprehensive academic support, targeted test preparation, and invaluable college readiness program. From planning and strategizing to executing applications, Cram Crew provides a roadmap for success in this crucial stage. Because at Cram Crew, they don't just prepare your child for tests, they prepare them for life. Don't leave your child's future to chance. Contact Cram Crew today and make sure your child is ready for the next step in their academic journey. Visit cramcrew.com to learn more. So joining us today is Jacob Ario and Jordan Stribling, captains of Highland Park Basketball. Welcome to the show, guys. It's great to be here. Uh, my name is Jordan Shriveling. I'm a senior power forward. It's great to be here, too. I'm Jacob Ari. I'm a junior, and I'm a shooting guard. Well, Nellie, you and I have been interviewing a lot of captains and sports teams and things like that, but we've never had only two captains. This feels so manageable. It's true. <laughs> it's true. I love it. Well, you know, a basketball team's small. Yeah. Um, right? Just uh, last year, we only had two not-seniors, non-seniors. So. Okay. Yeah, we're the only oh, wow. two returners this year, so we're... A lot of new guys, yeah. younger guys too, for sure. Yeah. And so, Jacob, you're you're a junior who's a captain. Yes, ma'am. Which is great. That's yeah. awesome. Thank it's you. funny. So I'm from like a basketball family because I grew up in New York City. So it's the one sport you can play in New York City, right? So I played from like 6 to 18. Everybody in my family played. And then my nephew played on Villanova's winning team, which was so much fun. That's like it's so just cool. such a fun sport. It's my favorite sport by far. I agree. I like, I like basketball. Yeah. And, it, it, <laughs> yeah. and you're the best athletes out there. That's my feeling. I agree. Well, so the season is about to kick off on November 10th, right? 
Uh, yeah. That is our first game. Yeah, our, we actually our official season starts October twenty third, where we could start like after school practice and all that. Kind of like how football's practices in the summer before school starts. Like that's kind of how it works. Um, what age did each of you start playing? Uh, I didn't really start playing like competitive till like ten, but like ever since I was like maybe like four, I've always been like dribbling basketball, but I haven't really competitively till like ten. Yeah, I played YMCA at like five years old. I was on like the Celtics. I remember. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's funny because they say that like committing to a sport doesn't happen until you're like a early in your early teens. You know, and that that's okay, right? Just that you're athletic along the way, which you both were, it sounds like. Yeah, you know? I mean, I played three sports up until, I guess, eighth grade year. I played football, basketball, and baseball, and now I'm just basketball and baseball. Yeah. So. You narrow it down. What I, about you? Are you playing any other sports, Jacob? Uh, yeah, I play track and field, or I do track awesome. and field. Yeah. yeah. Well, this weekend, you guys have kind of a cool event coming up at the middle school. You're doing a clinic. Yeah, so that's kind of that's kind of how we in- introduced the seventh and eighth graders how high school basketball runs and how the coaches how they think and what they want from you and what's how to set yourself up to be like successful. So there's a lot of new moms out there listening to the show, and I know a lot of people out there are probably thinking, "How do I get my sons signed up with Highland Park?" Give us walk us through the process and tell us what the program's like. So, Coach Peeler and Coach Dalton. Coach Peter, the head, the head coach, he expects all of his players to be like the highest level possible. I, I honestly think he holds his players the highest standard at Highland Park. So it takes a lot of commitment, effort, and grind every day. Yeah, it's a lot of discipline and just like, I don't know, if you can dribble, pass, and shoot, and you're like coachable and stuff, like you'll play a lot and you'll be fine in the program. But it takes a lot of hard work and stuff. Well, so like walk us through, Jacob, like what your what your schedule is. Do you guys, do you practice in the morning? Do you practice in the afternoon? Both? What do you do? Um, right now during the off season, we have to lift three times, or yeah, three times a week in the morning. And then after that, we have basketball in the middle of the day. And then after that, like after school, if you want to like get shots up or something, you can do that too. Okay. Yeah, so our workouts are at 6.15 in the morning. We do three times a week. And then our practice is fifth period during the day. So you get fifth period and then lunch after. So you get like two periods of non-school, which is fun. Which is, it's also unique because it's like the only sport that does that. Because like soccer's first period, which is like before school and football and every other sport's eighth period, which is after school. So it brings like a unique part of Highland Park. Well, I've been watching uh, The Last Dance that's all about Michael Jordan. Have you guys seen it? Yeah, like, I'm I love so, that show. I'm so addicted to that. I've really been enjoying it. But just seeing everything that that they, the rigor and all the, the workouts and what it takes to be at that level is pretty amazing. But what really struck me was something you said a minute ago was when uh, Michael Jordan played baseball for a while and then he came back to play basketball and he just wasn't in shape. He wasn't conditioned for basketball. So he had to rework and retrain his body with a lot of lifting and things like that to get back to it. Yeah, we run, we run a lot because like a lot of basketball is just like straight running. So sure. it's just like yeah. getting in, getting in condition. Like especially if you play a lot, like it's, it gets really really tiring. So well, that's yeah. why it makes sense that you do track and field as well because you really are running up and down the entire time. Yeah, it's hard for a couple hours. It's a big deal. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So uh, I do play baseball and basketball, and I notice in the baseball season I tend to be in less shape, gain a little bit of weight. Just do you get a little chubby. <laughs> Maybe a little bit. Uh, it gets big. But like, I'm also a pitcher, so I don't need to be able to. I don't really need to be athletic when playing baseball, or like I do, but like not as much as basketball. So I can see how like going from basketball to baseball is it's a rough transition. I mean, I I experience it too because baseball you have to prepare months in advance if you're like with your throwing shoulder, 
And like basketball, you have to prepare months in advance to be in shape. So like I get the transition between the two mm -hmm. for sure. Well, you also have Meet the Scots coming out. I did Meet the Scots with the tennis team and I was so impressed and loved it. And I understand that you guys are doing the same thing. Yeah, Meet the Scots is on Monday of next week. What? October yeah. 23rd. Yeah, Monday. October 23rd, yeah. Um, and so that with that, we do the basketball guys and girls together. And we do, like, a co-ed game. We're putting money on the game this year. Ooh. Yeah, so we're actually <laughs> so going to try. Are you to do that? <laughs> Last year we didn't. It's going to be cool, though. Last year we didn't try as much, and it wasn't as entertaining. So I think we're going to actually, like, try this year and make it fun for the kids. My team's winning, by the way. <laughs> we don't know the teams yet, but uh, Jacob's going to want to win i guess so will okay. it be a blended team or girls versus guys or yeah it's, it's or? girls and guys together versus each other oh okay so do, do me a favor for those who are not highland park high school people explain what that event is what exactly is it meet the scots um just uh we go to the gym and we just hang out like with younger kids and then after they come watch us play and then they come down we sign autographs so they come from like the middle school or, um, or something like that or from your own school Everyone's invited. Everyone's okay, invited. But most, it's mostly middle schoolers and like elementary school kids. People want to be you. Yes. Right? And it's like, <laughs> it's free entry. There's food trucks outside before, autograph signed, basketballs, get to play with the players before, meet them. And then it's the game. But we might switch it up this year and do like maybe a three point contest to make it more interesting. Okay. We've thought about that. With big prizes, if somebody yeah. gets it in. Yeah, for yeah. sure. <laughs> <laughs> well, it sounds like the perfect family event. You know, our community is all about coming together for sports, and I think this is the perfect opportunity for these kids to come out and meet you guys. Yeah, I agree. I, I came to meet the Scots when I was, I think, sixth grade. I, like, really liked it. I really enjoyed it. Yeah. Did you both grow up in the Highland Park school system? Yeah. I yes. Okay. I went to Bradfield. I went to elementary, okay. or not elementary school. I went to Armstrong. Okay. Yes. And I remember being a kid, like looking up to Prince uh, Dorba. Uh -huh. Yes. And he played basketball and football. And I just looked up to him in basketball because he was really athletic and can dunk. And I loved, I just loved that part of his game. He's an amazing athlete. Yeah. yeah. So how do you all balance like your studies and sports? Like, because it's a demanding school and it's a demanding sport. Um... I don't know. I didn't really like try that bad and like that hard in school until like this year. But like this year, it's like I spend less time on basketball. But I also like the time I spend basketball, I just go harder instead. And then mm -hmm. so I just go home, study, and then I'll just sleep. And then go home. Yeah, I have a wake up and do it again. I have a very high like like I have a very hard schedule this year for sure. Even though it's my senior year. I'm playing basketball, preparing for baseball for the upcoming season, and doing calculus, which is a very hard class. So it's it's all the time grind, don't stop, and like and applications and applications. Yes, and it's just like I don't know. I just embrace the hardness. Well, we both have ex seniors who are now freshmen in college, and um, we both uh, said how hard senior year. Like people think senior year is like, oh my god, it's going to be so easy, and it's not. Like it that not. first semester is so tough. Get, get ready. Really? Doesn't <laughs> uh, really have to apply anywhere either. The schooling itself isn't super hard. It's just like what's coming, like the future. Just like Oh, I see. Yeah. It's like school itself may not be hard unless you take hard classes, of course. But mm -hmm. most people tend to ease it up a little bit because technically grades don't fully matter. They do a little bit. They definitely do, but like colleges don't look at your second semester most of the time they look that's at your true. first second semester is okay. you'd have to yeah. really bomb i think for it to affect anything yes for sure yeah <laughs>
So do you guys know where you want to go? Do either of you have any inspiration, uh, aspirations, sorry. Do either of you have aspirations to play basketball in college? He's committed to Texas for baseball. So. Ooh, okay. Very yes, nice. so I'm, yes, I'm more of a baseball player, but I do love basketball a lot. Um, and it informs your sport, right? Inform, oh, they for sure. inform each other. Basketball helps with, like, just staying athletic, and baseball helps with, like, staying strong, which, mm-hmm. like, both are needed. I mean, basketball, you don't, have to, you don't have to be as strong. You have to be more athletic, but baseball, you definitely have to be stronger. So do you chew? <laughs> I just always picture baseball players. Personally, I don't. Personally, I don't. <laughs> it's, yeah. I mean, the baseball scene now has gone from chewing to this thing called Zen. I don't personally do it. What but is that? What is Zen? Bro, it's like nicotine. Pouch. It's like, it's, like it's basically just nicotine, but it's in gum. Yeah. Oh, my God. Okay. Well, the I things we learn about you guys. <laughs> it's not, it doesn't like make your teeth like yellow like uh, chewing does, but it's, still not great for you <laughs> yes. and then I guess you don't have to spit any of the stuff out yeah which is always attractive to women the girls love it <laughs> it's a big when turn really. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so what about you Jacob do you think you might want to play basketball in college or uh maybe I'm still thinking about it yeah know, you have yet. time yeah. yeah just a little bit well let's talk about the upcoming season what do you think is going to happen like is there any big rivals that you're going to be playing that you're looking forward to who to watch out for things like that um, we have like a couple big rivals, you know, Lake Highlands. We're gonna play them twice. Please beat them. I, I, want, <laughs> I want to really bad. I want to really bad. Double overtime last year was so hard. Dude. Oh, I like wow. ba- I like barely played a little bit, but he played. Like Context was like Lake Highlands was ranked one last year, and we were so close to beating them every time we played them. We played them three times. The third time we played them, we went to double overtime and just missed our free throws and ended up losing the game. Oh, no. I, lo- I know a lot of people on Lake Highlands basketball team, too, so I want to beat them really bad. Yeah. I think our biggest rival this year will be Jesuit because they, they were very young last year, and so they have a lot of returners. And we, we were very old last year, so people, people, I think people will think Jesuit's better than us. So it'll be a big so game. So beat them. Yeah, let's beat them. You know, prove them wrong. No, and we'll, by the way, basketball is that the kind of sport that like anything can happen. For sure. Like it really, anything can happen in the last five seconds. You know, so uh, yeah. true. Tell us like a really exciting game that you've been in where maybe you were down and you didn't think you were going to pull through and then you ended up. Um, so I personally didn't play this game, but this is my sophomore year, uh, second round of the playoffs against Jacksonville. At halftime, we were down sixteen, and coming into the third quarter we just started pressing and just had a really big comeback so I just to me it like it always keeps me motivated to play throughout the whole game no matter how much down we are especially because last year like against Plano we were down like 16 and a half so I just thought back to that moment I was like we could still come back and we almost got it but we just ended up losing yeah last year something similar happened to me it was um it was against Nimitz and we were down what like 14 and a half and they're and they're like we were supposed to beat them by like a lot but like we came back and like we won the game by how much like two three barely yeah yeah Yeah. barely yeah Yeah. that's what's exciting about it it was it was cool it was fun experience i was getting really hype it was so fun i was like throwing my towel everywhere (laughs) (laughs) it was fun because like flint flint hatch he had like a really good game and he didn't really like play a whole lot like I i loved flint he was really cool do you guys ever do like the cut the net off at the end of the season or anything I think you do that if you win district. But okay. I haven't won district. I just wondered. I haven't won district Yeah, you also do that if you go really far in playoffs, and especially if you win state. We yeah. personally haven't done it. 
Yeah. Well, this but, year, this season. Okay. Yes. Well, we're, okay. we're filling it for you. We think it's going to happen. Yes. Mm-hmm. Well, guys, we can't wait to see you play. Can't wait to come out to meet the Scots and see see all that. And um, we just wish you all the best this year. Yes, yeah. ma'am. Thank Th- you. Thanks for Thank being on the show. Thank yes, you for having us. Of course. Yeah. That's been another episode of the Bubble Lounge. I'm Martha Jackson. And I'm Nellie Shudo, and we'll catch you next time. 